So today is all about Greek government. So the ancient Greeks invented a kind of government called democracy. And democracy is one of those words that uh, really confuses people. A lot of people have trouble with it. And part of the reason for that, well, there's two big reasons for that. One is that, like a lot of words in the English language, it has more than one meaning. Uh, for example, a date. Are you talking about going on a date? Like a relationship date? Or are you talking about that nasty fruit that some people eat? Right? And that's not the only word. There's lots of words in English that have multiple meanings, and democracy is one of those. Uh, and so on your study guide, I have it split into the broad sense of democracy and the narrow sense. So we're going to start with the broad sense. The other reason people find it confusing is because word meanings change over time. Words evolve. Language is kind of a living thing and so things change. So we're starting with the broad sense of the word democracy. This is the, the sense of the word that President Trump meant when he said, free inquiry is an essential feature of our nation's democracy. Or when Ronald Reagan said, democracy is worth dying for because it's the most deeply honorable form of government ever devised by man. So in this case, this broad sense of democracy, it's any government that is where ultimate power is held by the people. And the people hold that power and they exercise it in the right to a free and open election. Now, uh, by this definition, there's only three different kinds of governments. There's where there's one person in charge, a few people in charge or lots of people in charge and this sense of democracy is the one where there's lots of people in charge so that's the broad sense the narrow sense the really precise one is the rule by the majority and this is done when it's often called direct democracy and it's easy to remember when you think about the direct democracy because it's where the people vote directly on every law. So all the people come together and they vote on on each law. This is the kind of government that many of the city-states in ancient Greece had. They had a direct democracy so they'd all show up and they would vote on every law. Now there's lots of problems with this system and if you take my government class you'll learn those. Now, the U.S. is not a direct democracy. We're a republic, or what's sometimes called a representative democracy. Uh, but for our purposes, just understand for now that sometimes when people say democracy, they mean any government where the people are in charge. And sometimes when they say democracy, they mean the precise, it is a direct democracy. On your test, I will clarify between those two but I will also ask you what kind of government the United States has. And if you say we have a democracy but not a direct democracy, I'll see that you understand it. But if you say the United States is a democracy and just leave that sentence, you're going to get it wrong. Hey, now let's talk about two specific Greek city-states. The first one is Sparta. Spartans were obsessed with war. Ares was their god and they did everything involving warfare. When a young man was a baby, well, when anyone was a baby, they would look for any signs of deformities or problems, and if the baby had any problems, they would leave it out in the wilderness to be eaten by wolves. 
So the, these people do not tolerate weakness. They didn't allow their children to cry, for example. And then when you were, if you were a male, when you were a young person, like elementary school age, they'd pull you out of the house and you'd go to military school where you would be severely punished if you got in a fight and lost because good Spartans don't lose. Or if you got caught cheating, you'd get punished for getting caught. You know, when the young man was 18, they joined the military full-time till they were 30, then they'd get married and stay in the military part-time till they were 60. So lots of fighting. Uh, young women would stay home where they would learn how to take care of a Spartan household and how to use a spear. So th these people were obsessed with war. Contrast that with Athens. Athens the, was uh, under, the, under the direction. They believed in the goddess Athena, who was also a goddess of war, but more like war strategy and things. But Athena's main role was the goddess of wisdom. And so the Spartans were obsessed with learning new things. It's not the Spartans. The Athenians were obsessed with learning new things. They were so into philosophy and art and that kind of thing that they, uh, one visitor once said that they spent all their time learning or speaking or hearing some new thing. They, they just loved this kind of thing. And so you have to know those two. You have to have that just basic background because in one of the upcoming lessons, the two are going to go to war with each other. And I'll see you then.